Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And the reason I point out Central Standard Time is that we do live stream our radio program, which is broadcast locally in the Green Bay, Wisconsin market in the USA. But we do live stream it to our website, terrytalksnutrition.com. So therefore, you can listen anywhere around the world. All you have to do is change your times as to where you are to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time. And all you need is a computer. If you do not want to change your times, I mean, you have to be on with us sometimes some crazy times. In fact, we have listeners in India. They're 11 and a half hours ahead of us. If you're in Dubai, it's 10 hours ahead of us. And if you're in Europe, 7 hours. UK, 6 hours. So it may not be convenient for everybody to change their times to listen live. But it is available and possible. But otherwise, all of our radio shows are archived on our website. They're stored there. So if you want to listen to those radio shows, just pick out a show. Listen at your convenience. And the same is true for our newsletter. We have a weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday to your email address. If you sign up, give us your email address, we'll send out our newsletter to you free of charge. Also, all those newsletters that we have written in the past are stored on our website. And some videos. We have a lot of good information, and that's all we are. We're not here to tell you what to do, make decisions for you. We'll point out some things that we think are important for your health and reasons why you may want to change as to what you're doing today to maybe to a better source of health and nutrition. So we're here to point out some facts, scientific information, that leads us to believe that health is based on what we do every day. The choices we make. The choices what we eat every day. The choices of our level of activity. Our lifestyle choices are really the root cause of good health or bad health. The choices we make. So we can change that if we choose to We need some discipline. We need to make a choice, a conscious choice to change. And everybody can do it. And there are some things that we are doing that undermine our health and our immune system, which is going to be a big topic today. What is our immune system? And how important is that immune system to our health and the protection against viral infection, and what nutrients do we need to rebuild and support the immune system, and what destroys it, what compromises our immune system, things that we may be able to change. Now, we have some bad habits in America. Almost 50% of American adults are grossly overweight, obese, 
and 91% of Americans are over fat with the beer belly or the abdominal fat, the pot belly for people that can't even see their belt because their belly hangs over their belt, hangs over their waist. These we can change. And we can stop smoking. We can stop drinking excessive of hard alcohol. Oh, a beer is great. A glass of wine is great. Even daily. But we can't drink excessive. And we can't binge drink. You can't save up all those daily one or two glasses of wine to the weekend and have seven to fourteen. That's not the way it works. So we have a lot of opportunities to change our lives to be healthy. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, change it. You are the only one. And when I say you, I'm not pointing my finger at you. Me too. You and I are the only ones that are responsible for our health. Like our car. Our car will give us better performance if we take care of it, right? Some people who really take care of their car will have 10 to 12 years or more. And I see many old cars. In fact, I was over at my son's house the other day. He has a 1966 Chev in tip-top shape. Inside is still the same as it was in 1966. He babies that car. He's got several of them. He loves those cars. Takes care of them. And we can take care of ourselves just as well. But we have to do the things that are correct to improve our health. And I hope that's what we do here. I hope we give you some ideas and shed some light on how you can be healthier because it isn't the bad roll of the dice that you get sick. It's just, you're just not unfortunate. You're not unlucky. God's not mad at you. We can change all that. And we have the ability and the opportunity. That's why I like to just be here a couple of hours a week just to give you some ideas how we can be healthier. And I'm not, these are not my ideas. There are textbooks written on health and nutrition. Your doctors don't read them. A doctor gets about an, a day, a day out of med school on health and nutrition. There's no emphasis on health and nutrition. Drug companies make money on drugs, and drugs are made for sick people. Making people healthy and well takes away that insane revenue, billions and billions of dollars on drugs. So we are consuming more drugs in America than any other country in the world. And 98% of all of our diseases 
are caused by the choices you and I make every day. Just think of that. Let that sink in. 98% of our health is dependent on what we do and the choices we make on a daily basis. So, I hope we just are a clearinghouse of information. And today our featured topic is going to be how to take care of your immune system and what is your immune system. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how to boost your memory with just exercise and how your waist size, your waistline is an indicator of early death. And that's a choice too. And did you know that antacids give you diabetes? And we'll talk about one of my also very favorite nutrients. We'll talk about CoQ10. And what is the world's most popular nut? Oh, we have lots of stuff to talk about. So let's get right into it. Talk about the immune system. What is the immune system? And what makes it strong? Well, our immune system, to me, in a very simple way to say it, is a system that protects our body from viral infection, bacterial infection, and fungal infection. It protects our body against pathogens that can have a major negative effect on our bodies, our immune function, and our health. It's like the army of a country. Why do we have an army? To protect the nation, protect the country. And we have to give the army ammunition, tools, tanks, ships, all kinds of tools to make sure they can do their job. And I believe that God, when, when God made our body, he put into our body everything we need to be healthy, as healthy as we can be. And the immune system, which really resides in the intestinal tract, about 70 to 80% of the immune system is in our gut. And it has the tools, all kinds of different tools like killer cells and all these other compounds that will seek out, like a missile seeks out a target. And your immune system seeks out targets as well. When it doesn't know something that comes into our, our area, so it has, it has broached our, our normal system and it recognized it as a foreign pathogen, never been seen before, so it wants to kill it. And if it has the tools, it can do that. So a simple description of what immune cells do is to patrol the body constantly, like an army does with the radar systems, patrol the, the, the environment, patrol the country, 
patrol the air. Well, these immune cells also patrol the body constantly, checking out what's coming into our environment that is negative, that is foreign, that could damage our health. And they activate to quickly identify and destroy harmful invading pathogens, like bacteria or fungi, viruses, as well as malfunctioning cells, like cancer cells. And diet and health have a huge, major effect on our immune function, both negative and positive. So we should be very, very careful of what we put into our bodies. Are we putting nutrients in our bodies that will build our health and build our immune system? We'll always have viruses somewhere in our environment. Or bacteria. Some bacteria is very, very um, harmful. Could even kill someone. And then there are some bacteria that are just, there's nothing to it. We have bacteria all around us all the time. We may have a viral infection occurring from time to time. Cold and flu is a good example of a virus. They're not bacteria. They're not caused by a bacteria. They're caused by a virus. There are all kinds of viruses that can attack us, make us sick, even kill us. And there are things that we can do to build our immune system. We, have, we all have it in our body. It's called the innate immune system. It means it's built into our body. And then we have an acquired immune system that we can use to rebuild our immune system. But there are things that will undermine our health and our immune system that makes it less effective and does not operate at its peak optimal level. So diet and health can have a major impact on how the immune system functions on our behalf or against us. So let me talk a little bit about some things that we should not eat that definitely interferes with the immune system. Number one is sugar. Sugar actually damages the immune cells and the immune system that may fight off disease. And from scientific research, they found that the effects of a sugary drink, maybe a coffee drink with lots of sugar, some of Starbucks coffee drinks have as much as 12 teaspoons of sugar in a drink, all the soft drinks that are laden with sugar, all kinds of sugar in our diet and our foods. And these sugary drinks can cause the immune system to be underactive or partially damaged for hours. And then stress is associated with high cortisol levels Cortisol is a hormone produced by the adrenal glands. 
and the cortisol levels, commonly referred to as the fight or flight hormone. That means if the adrenal glands are healthy and strong, we have the ability to fight off a harmful condition or gives us the ability to run away from the situation. So a stress can kill us. That alone, a tremendous stressful situation can take its toll. Cortisol suppresses, underactive, the immune system and leaves you susceptible to infections. So the more stress you have in your life, the more you are at risk of coming down with an infection. Trying to burn the candle at both ends. Drinking too much. Smoking. All stress causing. And obesity. This is a major one. COVID-19, the virus that is ravaging through the world today, has been found in scientific studies that obesity, being overweight, overfat, or grossly overweight, has been shown to reduce the activity of certain immune cells by as much as 60%. So how can you protect your health with your immune system when more than half of the immune system isn't working. We need all of our immune system to be working. And more obese people have died from COVID-19 because of being over fat. And science has told us that COVID-19 has affected more of the black population and Hispanic. And in the black community, 49% of the black community is, over, is overweight. Oh, not only overweight, obese. That means really grossly overweight. And Hispanics, 44%. Just being overweight undermines, compromises your immune system. Sugar and stress and obesity are three major factors. And sugar is the number one problem in all American diets. We have gone from four to six pounds of sugar eaten by each individual in the 1900s to as much as 200 to 250 pounds of sugar per year, per individual today. Sugar is in everything. And we do need nutrition in order to strengthen the immune system. I just cringe when I hear doctors talk about supplements not being of value or vitamins and minerals of not being of value. And then they're waiting for the next vaccine, which will bring in billions and billions and billions of dollars 
And it's just like kind of, the, I could see them just, you know, rolling their eyes, rubbing their hands together. Can't wait till that vaccine comes in. I'm sure the vaccine will be helpful for some people. No question. Those people that are so compromised on the immune function or the elderly, or, and some people will just not, not want to change their life. Well, if you want to be healthy and lower the risk of infection and lower the risk of death, I think it's worth getting healthy. And there's enough science, thousands of studies, textbooks written on various vitamins and minerals that strengthen the immune system. You know, you almost want to think that these doctors, what, what, what are these doctors really thinking that makes the body healthy? Drugs? Never. Drugs don't make us healthy. What makes us healthy? That would be like saying you don't need gas for your car. Well, what else makes it run? You have to have gas. And you have to have vitamins and minerals that 70 years ago, when the research was heavily focused on vitamins and minerals and nutrition, these were classified as essential that means your body can't live without them. And yet doctors say, oh, you don't need vitamins and minerals. Just eat your food. A doctor who has a one day out of the medical school that doesn't know anything about nutrition should not be allowed to give advice on health and nutrition. The immune system requires a number of nutrients to keep it running, to keep it running at its peak optimal level. And if you have an active infection, increases the demand for these nutrients even further. And a deficiency of these nutrients can can increase the risk of infectious disease and death. In studies in Italy, they found that more people died and those people that died were more deficient in zinc and vitamin D. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. But for example, low vitamin C, C like Charlie, C, increases the risk of severe respiratory infections, including pneumonia. That's not my, I didn't make that up. That's in all the textbooks. The medical textbooks. Doctors don't ignore it. They don't read it. They don't have time to read it. And the drug companies don't care. And the drug companies don't want you to know that. Vitamins cost pennies compared to vaccines and drugs. And they think, we need a drug, we need a drug, we need a vaccine. We need health. And the only way you're going to get healthy is stop doing the things that damage your health and damage your immune system and increase the function of your immune system. The immune system is your army. 
It guards your body against infection, against viruses, bacteria, and fungal infection. If we did not equip our army, the U.S. Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Coast Guards, or whatever, how would we ever have a protection or an army that would protect our environment? We'd be ill-equipped to ward off an enemy. So we build great armies to protect the country and to ward off anybody who gets an idea that they might like to attack us. It's the same thing. The immune system is your army. How well equipped is your army? And it's only equipped as well as the vitamins and minerals that you need in order to support the function of the immune system. Like I said, low levels of vitamin C increase the risk of severe respiratory infections and deficiency in vitamin D increases the risk of viral infection and low zinc levels impairs natural killer cells so they don't function anymore and more and more and selenium just to give you an idea about selenium in a study of a large litter of animals. It was an animal study. They took half of the animals and fed them the regular rat chow plus selenium. And the other half of the animals, they fed the regular rat chow but made sure it was deficient in selenium to see which group fared best with selenium or without selenium. The animals that were fed selenium, a few of them got sick, but a mild to moderate sickness after they were injected with a virus. But none of them died. But in the group of the animals that were deficient in selenium, many of them got really very severely sick, and many died. Because the virus that was mild to moderate in the group that got the selenium turned into a killer in the animals that did not have selenium. These vitamins and minerals protect the health of our body and our immune system. So don't go away. I've got more coming up in just a few seconds. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. I'll come back right after these station identifications. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And we're here until the top of the hour, so stay with us. We have more coming up on your immune function. I think this is so critical. Because people are dying. People have viral infections. They have huge amount of inflammation in the respiratory tract. And they are severely sick. All because the immune system is not as healthy as it should be. I believe. 
so we can strengthen the immune system. At least it's going to lower the risk. I can't say it's perfect, but it will definitely lower the risk of contracting a viral infection. There are five, I believe, let's say four, four key vitamins. We'll talk about the vitamins first, and then we'll talk about the minerals that we need every day because these nutrients don't stay in our body. And they should come from our food. But I can't trust the food today. I try to eat the best possible diet I can. And I avoid, I don't smoke, I don't eat sugar, I, I don't have any stress in my life because I, I, I won't let stress take me over. There's ways, of, ways I reduce my stress if there is some stress. And occasionally I am under stress. So I try to do things that will lower it dramatically. But let's talk about the four vitamins. Vitamin A, not beta carotene. Beta carotene is not a reliable source of vitamin A. People think they get it from the vegetables. And it will, it's a pro-vitamin A. Yes, 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 yes. That's all true. But how many people cannot convert beta carotene into vitamin A? And vitamin A can stop infection. Not beta carotene. And so many multivitamin and mineral supplements use beta carotene instead of vitamin A. You have to have the straight form Vitamin A called retinol, not beta-carotene. And vitamin A has been shown in cell studies to inactive, inactivate viruses. And low vitamin A levels associated with increased risk of the flu, cold and flu, and other viral infections. Vitamin C. Highly bioavailable forms of vitamin C. Water-soluble. We need it every day. Some vitamin A will store in our body, but vitamin C will not. It's water-soluble. Vitamin A is fat-soluble. And vitamin C alleviates or prevents bacterial, viral, and fungal infections and shortens the duration of viral and bacterial infections. Dr. Fauci said, all don't believe in vitamins and minerals, but he takes it. Go figure, huh? But he's waiting for that vaccine because he holds all kinds of patents on the vaccines. I think if they gave you the true advice, they would, give, they would tell you vitamins and minerals. That's what makes your body run. Those are the tools the army needs in order to protect you. And then vitamin D. What a lifesaver. But vitamin D3, not D2. Most bioavailable form of vitamin D. Essential for the immune system function. And people with the highest levels of vitamin D have the fewest complications associated with COVID-19 and prevents death based on studies around the world. Vitamin E, 
increases the immune response, natural killer cell activity, improves resistance to bacterial and viral infections. Now you have four very powerful nutrients that we need every day. You can't go days and weeks without resupplying these nutrients. Some of these nutrients only stay in the body a day or two. Some maybe a week. But they have to be resupplied. And the more stress we're under, the more we drink of hard alcohol, or the more we smoke, the faster we use up these vitamins. Because they're trying to be used to protect the body from smoking, from drinking, and not from viral infection. So we end up with a very weak and underactive immune system because we are destroying it by stress, by smoking, by drinking, by being overweight. Then we have to talk about two very, very powerful minerals. Zinc. And there's, very, there's a very special form of zinc called zinc bisglycinate. It's the most easily absorbed form of zinc. And it's very important that you get plenty of zinc daily. Zinc stays in the body about a week to two weeks. Depending on your activities. So we can't go weeks and weeks or months without resupplying these nutrients. So it's, it's chelated. That's what, called, that's what it's called, bisglycinate. It's, chel- it's chelated with, uh, with, uh, with an amino acid. It's chelated form increases absorption much, much better than plain zinc. And it has direct activity against pathogens, shown to reduce the duration of illnesses associated with viral infections. Under these conditions today, normally we need about, oh, I would say 11 to 18 milligrams of zinc per day. But because we are, we are being bombarded by an enemy, an invisible enemy that can make us very sick and people die. So most of the alternative physicians I know that I consult with are recommending 30 to 60 milligrams a day of zinc because it's being used up quicker today because of all the stress of infections. And then selenium. Selenium from yeast is the best form. It's a food form of selenium with increased bioavailability And a deficiency of selenium is associated with increased risk of bacterial and viral infection. And also, selenium supplementation increases the activity of the immune system cells. And studies also include HIV, influenza, cold and flu, viral infections. And even the FDA has awarded a, a, a claim that if you get about 200 micrograms of yeast selenium daily, it could reduce the risk of some forms of cancer. It isn't conclusive, but it has reduced the risk of some forms of cancer. So this is the package. What I like to do, my, my package, 
is I like to combine these nutrients, four vitamins, two minerals, with elderberry. Elderberry has an ability to block the uptake of the virus into the cell so it can mutate and replicate. So it stops and disallows the virus from getting into the host cell, taking up a residency, so to speak, and blocks it. Now, what we have found out recently is because elderberry is such a sought-after nutrient or, or ingredient to protect the immune system that everybody is trying to get more elderberry to sell but after a study of 25 different elderberry commercial products, many of them failed as to the level of elderberry in the product that was claimed on the label. And in fact, most of them were not up to the quality of unadulterated elderberry. And this year, the crop that was picked around the world, and primarily in Austria, was very poor. I can, I can equate to that. I have a, about 150 berry bushes, aronia berry bushes, not elderberry, but I did not get one berry this year. I don't know what happened. Not one berry. And usually I get kilos and kilos and kilos of berries. A ton of them. This year, not one berry. It looked like they went into a fall season halfway through the summer. Leaves were falling. Everything was... I don't know if we got a late frost. I can't remember why. But not a berry. And elderberry in Austria, they came in with a very, very poor crop as well. And so, not very many people got a full complimentary order of elderberry powder to put into capsules and tablets. So, some unscrupulous companies are putting in anything that they can find that may look like elderberry. Not even elderberry. One company was selling a product online. That's, that's why I want you to be very careful what you buy online because you have no ability to ask questions. Go to your health food store. Talk to your health food store staff. They will be honest with you. They know what they're buying. And they can actually filter out the crap that is being sold now in America. But online, nobody does that. And when you buy stuff online, you don't know unless you know the brand, but you don't know what you're buying. And one company was selling an elderberry formula that was white. The powder was white. And elderberry is so deep purple, almost black, and this was a white powder. And if, on, on analysis of this white powder, 
it was nothing but oat, O-A-T, O-A-T, oat fiber. And they were selling it as elderberry and making lots of money. How, I don't even have a word for those type of people. So you have to be careful that you got, if you buy a product that contains an unadulterated elderberry. And it's a true elderberry extract that contains the immune functioning ability of what elderberry does. I love the elderberry for that reason. But then I combine it with four vitamins, four vitamins and two minerals, and that's the combination that I like to use. That's my recommendation. And I also like andrographis. Andrographis is a very powerful herb from India that reduces the severity and duration of colon flu. And it has an effect on the upper respiratory tract infection. So I, for my protection, I use the combination of the elderberry and the vitamins and minerals. We have to have vitamins and minerals. They're essential. Elderberry is great. Andrographis is great. I love them. And I wouldn't want to be without them. But you can't take them without being assured you're getting all the vitamins and minerals. Because they are the ones that are essential. And you have to eat healthy. Food is our foundation. Food is our medicine. And some people say, can't I just eat healthy and not take vitamins and minerals? Well, that's a hard one to answer. I don't know how well you eat. I don't know how good the quality of food you buy. And even if we buy good quality food, the best we possibly can buy based on our budget, we don't know where that food has been. We don't know how long it's been stored in cold storage or how far they have transported it from around the world to reach our table. And then we have to prepare the food. So many times you cook it, overcook it, boil it, peel it. We do all kinds of things to process the food and that takes out vitamins and minerals. And they found that fruits and vegetables today are just generally less nutritious than those grown decades ago. And many foods are now genetically modified, which actually reduces the nutrition. The modern agricultural methods have stripped nutrients from the soil. They don't replace vitamins and minerals in the soil. And after decades of growing, all the vitamins and minerals are gone. So if food is grown in soil that is depleted, where are we going to get the food, the nutrition, from the food that doesn't have it to begin with? Each generation of fast-growing, pest-resistant plants today, they grow everything to spray it, pesticides, herbicides, all these sprayed to make sure that it's protected, and then use chemical fertilizer. Today, the food's much less nutritious than the one that came before it. Each generation, 
the food gets weaker and weaker and weaker. So one study found that we would have to eat eight oranges today. Eight oranges today to get the same amount of vitamin A our grandparents would have gotten from eating just one. And our diet in America is atrocious. It's called SAD, S-A-D, the standard American diet. Even people eating great diets may still experience low levels of these key nutrients for the immune function. So I am a huge proponent for supplementing the diet with nutrition. So as I said, my, my favorite combination is elderberry with the four vitamins and two minerals combination. I take a serving once or twice a day. And the research on elderberry is quite quite effective. So that's a good combination. Then I top that off with extra andrographis. 400 milligrams standardized for 20 milligrams of its principal compound called andrographolide. So you're getting about 80 milligrams of andrographolide per serving. I like to have two or three servings of Andographis daily. Very powerful, immune-enhancing combination. All right, keep your immune system healthy. Think about your diet. Think about your stress levels. Think about losing weight. Get your waistline down. That's the best way to tell if you're overweight, over fat. You can't weigh yourself because when you weigh yourself, you're weighing both muscle and fat. So you want to make sure your waistline is in line. It should be 50% of your height in inches. So if you're 5 foot 8, so that's 68 inches. So your waistline should be 34. When you have a big pot belly or belly fat, that is the most dangerous kind of fat against your heart, high blood pressure, immune system, type 2 diabetes. Our weight is killing us. So let's talk about exercise. That's one thing we should be doing. But even there's a big bonus from exercising, and that is boosting your memory. So you can delay the onset of dementia. Delay the onset of Alzheimer's disease with exercise. Researchers conducted a one-year study in 30 adults all over the age of 60 and all had memory problems and were at the highest risk of Alzheimer's disease. Half of those 30 adults followed a program of regular aerobic exercise And the other half did regular stretching, but no aerobic exercise. One year later, their exercise group that did the aerobic exercise had a 47% improvement in memory scores versus the stretching group 
that did only stretching during that same period of time. And additionally, brain imaging tests showed the exercise group had increased blood flow to areas of the brain that were associated with memory. We can make huge changes. All we have to do is want to and care enough to want to make those changes and to be disciplined enough to stay consistently at making changes in your lifestyle. I talked about waistline, your waist size. It should be 34, not to exceed 34 if you're 5 foot 8. Just take your height in inches divided by 2. That should be your waistline. That's a better indicator of how much fat you have in your body than the BMI or the scale. And so now why increasing the waist size is even a good indicator for an early death. Where your fat is, is at, in fact, it's effective at your risk of death. It affects your risk. So being over, not overweight, but being over fat, because you can weigh, if, you're, if you have a great muscle tone, you might weigh, in fact, some people lose weight from working out, but don't change their scale weight because they're adding muscle. Your waistline is what's killing you. Being over fat is a risk factor for disease and premature death. Now, researchers are finding where that extra fat is on the body that makes a big difference for your health risk. So after reviewing the data on body fat and mortality from 72 studies, including more than 2.5 million people, each 4 inches added to the central abdominal fat, that's your waistline, that's the big pot belly, or the beer belly, belly fat. Each four inches added to your waistline in central abdominal fat, the spare tire around the waist was associated with 11% increased risk in premature death. But increased fat on the thighs and hips, especially in women, was not associated with increased risk of death. Why? Because all the fat in the belly is interfering with the functions of the liver, the kidneys, all heart, all of that abdominal fat is weakening your immune system and your health in general. Waist size is an indication of visceral fat that is stored around the internal organs. It is metabolic active. It's not just a blob of fat. It's metabolically active. And what this active fat does, it releases more estrogen for both male and females, which is not good. And all that metabolic fat 
increases your level of inflammation in your body. And we know that inflammation causes 98% of all diseases. The fatter you are, the more unhealthy you are. And all this metabolic act of fat increases the risk of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. So thigh and hip fat is subcutaneous fat. It isn't metabolically active. It isn't actually fat around your waist. It's like an organ. It's like actually a metabolic organ. Your fat is an organ. And it has a role of increasing inflammation, causing more heart damage, more diabetes, more joint destruction. And cancer. But the hip fat, the thigh fat, isn't metabolically active. And therefore is less dangerous than visceral fat. Visceral fat is a fat that's in the abdominal cavity. Some people have increased risk of death from non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The liver weighs about 4 to 5 pounds in a healthy adult. But can be as much as 20 pounds in the abdominal fat. In the cavity, it, when you have fat, all the organs also contain large amounts of fat. And become much more ineffective and cannot do its normal function. So losing weight is a huge advantage to being healthy. It gives your immune system better health. It's its ability to fight infection and all other diseases. So get your waistline down to a normal waistline compared to your height. And with that, my friends, I'm all out of time today, but I'll be back here tomorrow, Sunday, 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Join me again right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. Start doing something healthy now, this week. And don't stop until you get good health again. See a prayer for this crazy, crazy, insane world. God bless you, and God bless America.